2: Our Super Bowl champions, the B-A-T-L-E-S-E-O! The twig of the Bears, shut him out! The Philadelphia Phillies are 2008 World Champions
1: of Baseball! going on. This is episode 89. 89? 89 of Drunk On Broad. And today, with the illustrious victory yesterday afternoon, we are drunk on the fightings this morning. We're drunk on Duncan. (laughs) Yeah, we sponsored? uh, Well, speaking of sponsorships, Chip, I don't know if you saw the the new news, but shout out to our new sponsor, Von C Brewing. With their, uh, local to Monaco Norristown related, uh, location in, uh, right off of Sturgis street in, in, uh, in Norristown. So, uh, we're, we're a partner with them. We're going to hopefully, uh, use them as a, the tasting room as a venue for some, some live shows. Uh, just excited to, to kind of partner with someone who's into the grassroots effort and get that train moving. So, uh, Shout out to them, shout out to our other sponsors, scrolling across the bottom here. Find them in our link tree. But today... Hey, I, I, listen <laughs> to this guy. Tell me how you're feeling here. You're screaming. I am stoked, baby! You're screaming like it's still the game going on. We're talking about the fightings here. The fightings! Said, said, Listen, Uncle Jack worked overtime yesterday. He was all over <laughs> the news. He was. It was, oh, it was, it was great. It, I love Uncle Jack. It felt a little forced, but at the same time, it was nice to finally see him get some credit. <laughs> he, he needs a, He needs a new NIL deal.
0: Rather than just using him nonstop for being like the entire um, Philadelphia fan base and having no clue who he is.
1: Right. Well, he is Uncle Jack. You can find him in our merch store. If you're interested in that, we can send out that link later today, but listen, yeah, they, I think we would all be we – w- we were all happy to be able to come home from Atlanta with a split.
0: Yeah. Well, that was everything. Right.
1: You flip home field advantage, right? So now they, they come home. And I have to tell you, Chip, you know, the only time that I've ever seen environments like that is at the lake. That was
2: mm-hmm.
1: bonkers. That was like, you know, 11 years in the making, but that place was on
0: fire yesterday. Well, and one of the biggest things that I heard as a complaint as the season was going on is, oh, well, we're not filling up the stands. You know, we're we're not letting our team down. All of a sudden, everyone's going to come out of the woodwork. Baseball is a very long season, right? It starts in March. Yeah. They go down in, like, February. They do the spring training. It's 162 games. Baseball is a long game. And besides that, it's played at all hours of the night, it's played right. all over the place in all temperatures. It's the only sport that hits every single season. And so, yeah, and we're used to a Philadelphia-Philly-September collapse, so I can understand the fan base being hesitant. But when you are ready and in the playoffs, it's a different environment, and you saw it. And what was crazy is you saw those first two games in Atlanta, and they didn't even sell the damn thing out. Nine. You could still buy tickets for like twelve, thirteen bucks for a playoff game in Atlanta. And I read somewhere someone was like, "Well, the traffic in the South is really bad." I'm like, "You're letting the traffic stop, stop you from going to a Phillies game from stop. from a playoff game? <laughs> that place was sold
1: out." I saw the coolest video. I saw I saw a video from a hotel in Jersey mm-hmm. that was a couple miles away, and you could you could hear the stadium from miles away, which. Is just incredible. It's incredible to, to have that feel good moment and be finally starting to see us, this city as a sports city, start to turn the page, which is just, it's just a good feeling. Cause we, you know, the, the team and listen, we, we've discussed this many a times, right? The, the, the Phillies franchise was not good no. for a long time. And it was unwatchable.
0: It was. And you look at some of the names, I mean, it's, It was the same thing that the the Sixers did, where you you made sure you had enough for a team. Right. It's the same thing that the Flyers are going to do this year, where you make sure you have enough for a team. I know they had an opening night win. I'm aware, but I'm not going to let that get false hopes. This team, that that Flyers team is bad on paper, but this Phillies team finally made a bunch of moves to be competitive again. And I I mean, I remember, uh, you know, even two years ago with Harper on the team and people saying, Oh well, he's going to want to opt out if they're not playoff contenders. No, he's not, because now we're playoff contenders. Now you've added a Schwarber. Now you've added. I mean, even adding a guy like Noah Syndergaard, he is a competitor. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's a competitor who who has played in big games. Now I'm not crazy about him starting today, but you know, we'll we'll see what that does.
1: Yeah, when I heard that, when I heard Rob Thompson post game yesterday, and I heard that, and I was like, okay. Um, My hope is that it's a. It's an opener to uh, maybe you know a guy like Falter who they can maybe trust to pitch a little bit longer. Um, but I really think that they make a solid effort to kind of close this thing out today.
0: I think that if the if the fans show up, and again they're they're going to. It's I mean it's nine thirty <laughs> in the morning. We're drinking Dunkin'. Those tailgates are already wide open. Oh, I'm sure they're already rocking. And. I mean, it's a big weekend in Philadelphia sports to begin with. The Eagles are undefeated and playing the Cowboys at home. I'm going to be going to that game, so that's going to be interesting. Uh, are you? Yes, I am. Nice. I am. And, you know, it's supposed to be me and the wife. We can't get a babysitter, so I'm taking a British guy, so that's going to be hysterical. Okay. Um,
1: he's like, why are they using
0: their hands? Because they do have to. <laughs> it's called football. He's just going to be wearing a dicker jersey because he's, you know, the kicker. And he's like, I know that part. Uh, <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. <laughs> but I but I think with the Phillies today, you know, even having Noah Syndergaard being the starter, you know, in reality you do have Eflin in the bullpen Correct. as a long-term reliever, not as a closer. Correct. Let me say that again, as a long-term reliever, not a closer, yes. um, because he does have the starter experience. I, I'm making a bold prediction here. I don't see a way that the Braves come back.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, the – I think the key is going to be exactly the way that they won yesterday. Get on Mm -hmm. them early. And just if you can get in a situation like you did yesterday where you can put up six runs and just run and kind of just run away and hide. I think there's a spot where like you go from Syndergaard to Falter to Eflin to Alvarado, like you can just go one, one guy down the line and those guys you know, for all the troubles that they've had during the season, those guys have kind of figured it out and they've kind of fell into their roles, right? Alvarado is a guy who got sent down earlier on uh-huh. in the year, but goes down and discover the cutter that is now incredibly untouchable. Uh, I like the way that this thing could set up for them today, even with Sindergaard starting.
0: Yeah. And, you know, you look at the thing that helped. I mean, yesterday you got a great performance out of your, I won't use, use it word. Say it. it. I, no, say because he's it. not. He you got a great, great out, uh, outing out of one of your best starters. Um, okay. And, but again, you still had the <laughs> same you the same problem with Hoskins, you know, and, and him booting the ball. But again, what does he do? He comes up then and obliterates a baseball. Which is what in all honesty he's there for. And if you really look at the way this team was built, it was especially in the outfield, it wasn't built for Harper to be the DH. Now it has worked. Right. Right. They made it work this year. But it worked, but we always knew this team defensively wasn't where it should be. It was built so that Schwarber and Cassianos could play games as the DH. It was built so that you can put an Alec Bohm over it first and have Hoskins be the DH. I mean, this team is a bunch of mashers, but not necessarily the greatest bunch of fielders. And that's okay. No,
1: and that's, that's okay, okay. because it, you you built the, you had Dombrowski build this team the way that it should have been built, which is you put a bunch of dudes in that lineup that are just going to continue to crush the ball and and you live with all the other stuff because right if you look at like a and listen this is no by no means a stat pod here but if you look at Hoskins plus minus right he was plus two. Yeah, he 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 has the RBIs on the home run, and that moment, that moment I think is going to be one of those like seminal moments that we remember Absolutely. just because of the the time and the scenario and the situation. And that game literally just implodes on Strider in that moment where you take that one run lead to a four run lead, and then Harper comes, and all those runs happen within four pitches. And it just evaporates. And that game is essentially out of hand so quickly that they get themselves They put themselves in a position where they, they have not overtaxed their bullpen no. at any point during any of these games between the Cardinals and Braves, which is huge. And you looked at the Braves yesterday and the Braves essentially threw out a bullpen game thinking they were going to be able to steal one. Right. And now they're going into an elimination game where their bullpen is taxed because they had to use a bunch of guys yesterday.
0: And I, again, I spent a lot of time thinking about, you know, baseball and just sports in reality, the way that they were right. And what always used to happen, especially in playoff series. So you have your five starters during the regular season. And then what ended up happening is you would drop down to four starters for the playoffs. Your ace would start game one then you would go two, three, four, and then you would recycle and you would pitch on three, four days notice. Right. The fact that we even were trotting out Noah Syndergaard is concerning to me because he wasn't a starter really during the season. He he yeah, was here and there, but he was a lot of bullpen spots. You know why yeah, not? Twizy, Twizy.
1: Is, yeah. is
0: Ranger Suarez not good on four days rest? Yeah, I'm
1: I'm hesitant. And what are you wins.
0: setting up for a potential Game Five? Who's pitching Game Five if there is one? Because it's got to be Wheeler. Well,
1: yeah, it's got to be an all hands on deck kind of thing. Um, and I think you 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 start. You start game five with Wheeler in Atlanta, and then you just say, "You it's you got to go." It's 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 or Go home. So
0: it's it's, anybody. I I look at the fact that the the Braves started Strider, and I know during the regular season he was dominant. Right, I know during the regular season he was dominant, and even during that first inning yesterday he was dominant. But he's coming off this injury. You don't know what he has, and you saw his velocity drop from between the first and the second inning. That was a calculated choice that was a mistake. And I think if you go back after this series is over and the Phillies do end up winning, that's the one move that you call into question.
1: I think so. I think you, know, you, you had an opportunity. You could, you could have thrown Charlie Morton here, right, and yeah. gotten that starter. And, you know, not that Charlie Morton is like Justin Verlander. But, but you know what he is. But he's also a credible, a credible reliable starter. So,
0: and he's I mean, pitched I, in this position before. You put a rookie right, in the middle of Philadelphia, who's coming off with eleven years of pent up frustration, coming off of an injury. Yep. What were you expecting to happen again? And the first inning, he did incredible. Even the second inning, it was pretty good. He went six yeah. up, six down, and then you saw the exhaustion kick in because he hasn't pitched in months.
1: Yeah, and it, and it's almost like they thought like they saw this as an opportunity to. To kind of stretch Strider out for the anticipation that they would be able to use him in another series.
0: But they said I, that. Well, they said though that he's on a fifty pitch count limit. Right. Fifty so pitches like I, is, is like two innings.
1: Yeah, I, I think they were thinking if if I were Atlanta and you had the the you had him in that position yesterday where he was as dominant as he was, I would have brought someone in in the third inning. Like start the third inning yeah. clean with someone new. You get out of there completely unscathed through what, like, I, I'm don't quote me on this, but like thirty ish pitches before that. You know, at, by the end of the second inning, I think they they like you said they made a very calculated move, but it it just blew up in their face because it literally went from it was you know you get the 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 walk. From Marsh, right? The throwing error where he ends up going to third. Mm-hmm. Scott has Scott has the double, and then you know they they walk Schwarber, and then you get the Hoskins home run, and then you know yeah. JT gets on, and then Harper has the home run, and it's
0: yeah Strider it's, it's, Strider it's, it's threw fifty two pitches. He threw fifty two pitches
1: total. Okay, so in two total. plus innings, yeah,
0: two two and a third, yeah.
1: Yeah, if, if, if I'm Atlanta, that's uh, I'm questioning that move because I'm questioning the fact that I put my entire season on the back of a rookie who has been impressive, but a rookie he who's has. coming off coming off an injury in a hostile environment.
0: He he definitely has, but again, the the issue comes into does he have that ability to? pitch in that situation there there were so many question marks around whether or not he was going to rise up to that moment there were so many issues so many questions and they just went no he'll be fine and it's almost that level of cockiness that like the Braves they had our number this season right we we know that the Braves had our number this season and I think when we pulled the Braves after we we beat the Cardinals and knocked off the Cardinals Right, I think there was a level of, of cockiness that came with this team, which, good on them. They're the world yeah. champs until they're not. But we're sitting here with one game left until the National League Championship Series where we're going to face a very tough Dodgers team.
1: And hey, listen, don't count out the Padres, man. That, but, they have but, a, but
0: what they, you just did, have... exactly the right mentality. You just said, don't count out the, the team that's the underdog. And that's how right. the Phillies are playing this. Like, go ahead. Count us no, out. No, no. It like, gives me very, no, like, like, Eagles vibes.
1: No, like the – like I, I'm looking at that going either one of those teams is going to be a formidable. And, and listen, when you get to the last four teams, there is no easy out.
2: No,
1: nobody, nobody is getting to the last to be one of the last four teams playing in any playoff scenario in any sport where it's going to be a cupcake, unless there is like a serious string of injuries that derails everything. So um listen, I, I love the 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 short term mentality of saying like, what I heard last night in the post game. Right, this was great, but we got to go out and win tomorrow, and we got to put it away. Yeah. So, and, and I think taking that mentality game by game is going to be a huge thing for this team. And you're also seeing like the, sh- the short term memory. Right, it would have been very easy for Hoskins and Schwarber to kind of crawl into a hole, being one for thirty four in the playoffs yeah. before they came into the game last night. Right. But Schwarberg gets on base three times, works a couple walks. One of you know, he gets the intentional walk at one point. And Hoskins has, you know, a couple of fielding blunders between, you know, the last game that he you know, the 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 play that opens up the floodgates in Atlanta and then the couple of fielding errors that he has in this game and still comes back and is still able, that, that, that goldfish mentality of, like,
0: just you, turning you the page. To. and being able. You, you have to. And, you know, I, I have a lot of respect for Zach Wheeler. But for him to go, no, I, I missed a pitch there. Like, that's not on him. Now, we all know that that – I don't want to yes. say routine ground ball because I play first base, right? I play first base anytime I'm on a baseball field. And that's a hot shot. That is the equivalent of a screamer down the third baseline. I get it you got to put your body in front of it. It is Correct. the playoffs. And when you already have a lot of question marks around your defensive prowess, that's a concern. And for his bat to also not have woken up, to, for, for Schwarber to not be really hitting. for I mean, I looked at the, the box score after the game yesterday, and the only person who really didn't hit was Alec Bohm. But, but he's been hitting. You know, Segura right. walked twice, so I'll give him a successful day. He didn't actually have an official hit. But Alec Bohm didn't really hit. And eventually, just like we saw when the Phillies won the World Series back in the day. Right. You saw those late-inning defensive replacements for uh, Pat Pearl.
1: Correct. Yeah, and you right? saw and that last night
0: with Schwarber. And you saw it with Schwarber. You see it with Bohm. Sosa is the better defender. You know, when a lot of the time, if Marsh doesn't start, it's, he's going in the game as a defensive replacement. You were putting yeah. Veerling in as a defensive replacement. But you need to take those first couple innings. I mean, while the environment is still electric, you have yes. to take those first couple innings and absolutely hammer this team. You have to absolutely hammer this team. That third inning going up 6 nothing, you watched the Braves fold. Correct. And it also gave you the opportunity to take Nola out after the sixth at just 90 pitches. He's still pretty fresh. I would not be surprised. I mean, Wheeler has the extra day's rest. But he threw more pitches, I feel. And I'm pretty sure like one of the two of them will at least be available for game five. Yeah, if no, but it I, shouldn't I think, be.
1: But, and if you remember the game that he pitched in the Cardinal series, same kind of thing. His pitch count was really low.
0: He was so efficient.
1: For this time of the year, this is exactly where you want to be. Your pitching staff, your starting pitching staff is not overtaxed. They've been very efficient in managing the game they haven't had to overuse their bullpen they're getting production throughout their lineup i i really like where this team this team is team is really hitting it stride at the absolute right moment i just I, i'm i'm loving where this team is going into this game today and the mentality that they're going in cuz you know there was a lot of talk about flipping the lineup and, and switching things around and I think at this point in the season, you have to trust that the guy that's at the top of your lineup that's struggling that also had the insanely productive home run season that he had right. is going
0: to turn it around. I mean, look, you, you know what you're going to get with Schwarber you are either getting a home run or an L Correct. and honestly, you're either getting a home run or a strikeout. I mean, that is what Schwarber gives you now. Again, looking at the way that the lineups used to be made, you you had a, f- a guy who could make contact and get on base and then steal in your top spot. Your number two hitter was always your contact guy who may not have the greatest batting average, but he always hit the ball. That's how lineups used to be made. That is not baseball in 2022, or at least it's not in Philadelphia. And I look, I was the biggest guy banging the drum for Rob Thompson being taking that interim tag off. Right. And I also feel that as soon as they did that, this Phillies team went, okay, we have consistency at manager. Our two aces are dealing. Our ace and a half are dealing. People are starting to hit. Right. I mean, look, I, I can't consider Aaron Nolan, and I'll just settle this on here. I can't consider Aaron Nolan an ace until he wins in November.
2: Okay.
1: Fair enough. Listen, well, here's what I'll say. September, uh, S- September Aaron Nolan... And then October, Aronola,
0: right? Baby beat but I mean, being eleven and I thirteen on the regular that. season, eleven and thirteen on the regular season is not ace-like. Spencer Strider was ten and four.
1: That's ace-like. Yeah, that's 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 ace ace-ish, right? That's that's ascending in that spot. Where correct? I think you know, <clears throat> if, if he continues to have the postseason that he's having, and this right. extends into the NLCS, and into you know, and further. It's it's worth at that point possibly revisiting that conversation,
0: right? And again, for me, you you do need to have the consistency. So we know that like Aaron Nola had that incredible, incredible season, yeah. um, and since then he hasn't really had those. Like he's been he's been good, but he has not been he has not been dominant by any means. This Aaron Nola, he seems to be now kind of feeling himself a little bit, feeling a little bit confident. I'm here for that. I am absolutely yeah. here for that. Come out and deal. Today though, with Syndergaard on the mound, with the bullpen being relied on heavily, they got to come out and mash. They have yeah. to come out and put up a one or a two spot in the first inning.
1: You got to pick up right where you left off. Yes, yeah.
0: yeah, I think of the uh, the the scene from Remember the Titans. Herman, oh. leave no doubt. <laughs> Remember,
1: the- <laughs> let them never forget the night.
0: Yeah, that they play. They play. I, w- I want to see the them absolutely smack this team around, and then we all celebrate tonight, all night before we you know have literally 24 hours to go, and you know yeah. and, and they're 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 throwing Charlie Morton today. Yeah, the Braves but, are throwing Charlie Morton, who has but, pitched in big games. No, it's in big games, but there's
1: also a lot of there's also a lot of statistical information that would suggest that this the guys that are hitting in this lineup. Lean towards they lean more towards them being successful today. So I, I like the matchup for the players mm-hmm. that are going to be in the lineup today against Charlie Morton, which is why I liked them yesterday because I thought Charlie Morton was the guy that was going to go yesterday.
0: Yeah, I mean, it comes down to do they make the right things. Like I ended up listening to that third inning on the radio because I had to drive to my kids' baseball game, and of course I had yeah. I was. I was coaching, so I have, like, my phone in my pocket. I was listening to the whole game. It was great. <laughs> but, like, you hear, like, the aggressiveness in this team. So when Marsh is stealing second on the pickoff attempt that goes all over the place. Right. And then he's like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go take third as well. Yeah, you could see that he made that decision. Like, he made that decision. Like, and he, he probably shouldn't have. And, like, cool that yeah. he did. But that, that, like that one split decision, that one decision could have been the difference of that inning that we had and the inning that we almost had. Correct.
1: Yeah, very true. I mean, you could say the same thing about the the game two in Atlanta, right? That play by Hoskins, he makes that play. Hoskins comes up with that
0: ground ball. We win that game.
1: That 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 inning's over. Maybe that inning ends. Yeah, that inning ends on that play instead of Atlanta putting up a bunch of you know a pile of runs. I think. You saw in that moment, right, that's playoff baseball, right? That one, that one play, that one decision changes the entire scope and sequence of the game.
0: Right. I, I, huh. feel, I feel good about this game today. I, I think really that do. The, I think that the – you know, it's not a Friday afternoon. It's a Saturday. They're going to have had chance to tailgate, so I'm giving a lot of credit to the fans. I think that you have enough leaders in this dugout in this clubhouse that are going to go, look, we got to end this today. We don't want to get on a plane back there because everything that we did in Philly, now the Braves know that they're up against it. I want to end it today. I want to leave no doubt.
1: Listen, I'm with you. Right before we roll out, Chip, we had a call yesterday from the Broad Street Line. Let's hear it.
2: This is the Broad Street Line, where Philly sports fans leave all of their sports hot takes. Call two six seven four zero five three zero six two and show us your passion for Philly sports. Don't forget to tune in every Wednesday at eight thirty when we listen to your live reactions to the thrill of. This is the Broad Street Line, where Philly sports fans leave all of their sports hot takes. Call 267-405-3062 and show us your passion for Philly sports. Don't forget to tune in. Every Wednesday at 8.30 when we listen to your live reactions to the thrill of victory or the agony of defeat.
1: So Chip, you, you may recognize this is a familiar voice for those of us that are doing these shows. Yeah,
0: this
1: <laughs> is Joe. Richie. Time. What a win by the Phillies! One game away from knocking off the World Series champs, the Braves. We're talking about the fightings, the fightings, the fightings, Go Phillies. That's our boy. That's our boy, Adam, friend of the show. Yes, it is. And uh, listen, we got a if if there were if there were ever a way to to kind of send us out, Rich or. force of habit um what are you talking about right what are you talking about who's all right so what's so for the for the eagles we normally do like a key play yeah and a prediction so what's 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 your key play what's a what's a prediction for today
0: for the phillies um I think Har- Harper Homer's in his second at bat. Okay. Um, I think Harper Homer's in his second at bat. I think they're going to, you know, Morton will go through the lineup pretty decently. We'll get a couple runners on here and there, but I think Harper Homer's in the second at bat. And I think that the overall final score is going to be seven, um, four fills. Ooh. I think they close it out today.
1: So, and I, I think at some point, I don't know who, but I think there's a there's another scenario where they they go back to back. I think they go back to back yeah. home runs at some point during the game, and it what you know whatever it is it separates the two teams at that point, and the Phillies kind of pull away. And I was thinking somewhere in the neighborhood of where you, I was thinking seven three, and I think they close it out. I think they do uh, what they need to do, and then they sit back and they wait for you know whoever they're going to play on the West Coast.
0: Yeah, and then they all party at the Eagles tomorrow night when the Eagles go 6-0. Yeah, did
1: you see Sirianni was there last night? I did. No. He's, like, he's
0: like, we're kind of cool, I got tickets. And they're like, I think we can make that happen. I'm I'm, I'm feeling <laughs> like we sure, can make that happen. Pretty sure we can find a spot for you. Yeah. Um. um, um side little update, and I, I, I don't want to sound too surprised when I say this, but Carson Wentz has a fractured finger on his throwing hand. He's going to a hand specialist in Los Angeles to determine his next step and his availability moving forward is up in the air.
1: Uh, I am
0: so surprised. I don't know who could have predicted this information.
1: Listen, and I listen, I'll be the first one to admit I was I was on the opposite end of this one at the beginning. <clears throat> I thought that it was calling. I thought that it was a bunch of stuff and I was wrong. It's him. It was it was bad. Um but Chip, at some point, I'm going to have to send you our very first call. To the Broad Street Line was somebody telling us about the Carson Wentz revenge tour, and it it happened about a half hour into the game in week one, and it, it's it's not worth listening to, but it is because it's such a flaming hot turd that you you, you can tell that it that it was it was said. I can't tell the validity of when it, of 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 the content because it, it seemed like it was like saying it in a way to say something so outlandish just to be maybe the one person that was right. Yeah, was no, not surprising. Not surprising. Bad, at all. bad
0: bad takes exposed.
1: And and Ron, Ron Rivera's reaction when, during his midweek press conference when he was asked him what. <laughs> what the difference
0: is between <laughs> the three and NF- the four NFC East teams? Quarterback, the quarterback. <laughs> you I just mean. said Daniel Jones is better than your guy. Yeah, and that's.
1: Oh, brother. Well, this was fun. man. Saturday morning, little little coffee and some uh, some baseball. You got anything on yeah. the
0: menu today? We are going to watch a Phillies game, and then we're going to go to Dorney Park tonight and nice. uh, do, a, do a little spook fest. Ooh,
1: okay. All right, okay, before we head out, favorite Halloween movie?
0: I, so I don't do horror movies, so let me just take that right off the okay, board. I do one. not – I don't do horror movies. I'm a middle school teacher. I, I live a horror movie. Um, <laughs> I've seen it. it. If you think it's scary, I've seen it. Um, I mean, I like I like the Hocus Pocuses. They're, they're fun. They're adorable. I mean, I don't really have necessarily a Halloween movie that I, I crave, um, but if they're on, I'll watch them. I mean, I'm a big Harry Potter guy, so there's Halloween scenes in most of those. So I'm really? gonna say Harry Potter. Harry Potter. All
1: right. I like the Hotel Transylvania series. Okay. So.
0: Yeah, you, you can tell we're dads. Hold on, wait. Put Jason's last comment up. Hold on. Hold on. Jason and I have this debate frequently, and you you gotta listen. Yeah, and he's already he's already called me out. We have to have a round three show. It all depends on does he win in November. Yeah. If he wins in November, he is acting more ace like. Yep. Truly. Yeah. For right now, we have an ace and a half in Wheeler and Nola.
1: Listen, th- listen, if we're in a position to be able to have that debate, that means we're in a good spot.
0: I, I feel the same way. Yep.
1: So, on that note, Chip, we're out.
2: Toodle. Hey, listen to this guy. Ha, tell me how you're feeling here. You're screaming. <laughs> I am stoked, baby. You're screaming like it's still the game going on. We're talking about the fightings here. The fightings. Said. 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 Should-
0: Don't have to live with chronic pain. Downtowns Health can show you a better way. Joint pain, back pain, pain that sits and waits. Downtowns Health offers an alternative with physical and regenerative therapy. Call Downtowns Healthcare at 303-292-9992 now in Lowry or Downtown.